Welcome back, gente, to episode two of the third season of Dos Giddies Seen Gia. We got Andres back in America, actually, for once. Yeah. Um, welcome back, Andres. It feels so darn good to be back at home. I wish I could stay longer, bro. I really do. We I all got, do. I got one freaking month, and then I got to boogie back to Germany. It's all good. You're you're out living your life. You're having adventures out there in Europe, uh, and we're living vicariously through you, through, <laughs> through through the computer, or maybe through these videos. You know, <laughs> God knows living living life. the best life. Anyway, um, so today we've got a hot, spicy, fresh new episode for you guys. For sure. And that's going to be talking about what's going to be talking about, Andres. So today, the the big question is. Do you think it's worth it to get a language degree? Ooh, that's hit a little bit close to home on that right, one. Right, right. Little close to home on that one. Cause... Let's just say if I could run it back, I'd ne no. Okay, well, okay, so we're gonna get into that today, so uh, stick with us. Okay, so like Andre said, today we're gonna be getting into, is it worth it to get a language degree at a university? Yeah. Um. Do you want me to take the, uh, the first, well, I guess, how do you want to, do you have an opinion on that? First and foremost, the definite answer is, uh, obviously. Uh, no, probably, probably <laughs> not. No, it's a yes, Mike. Oh, that's a, a yes, yes obviously. Okay, alright, well then you go first. Well, okay, so, I can only talk about first-hand experience, right? Mm. So, I can try to put myself in other people's position where maybe they shouldn't get that degree, but real talk, it has been formative. It's been fun. It's been like, I was gonna say transformational, it's a bit redundant, but it's, it's pushed me to new places, which I would have never, I don't think that if I were studying what I was studying beforehand, I would have had the gusto and, and even desire to really Breaks through the barrier of the states. I would have been one of those Americans, which no, nothing against them, but stayed right at home. And if I'm not mistaken, I might have never left really Indiana unless there's like a bachelor party or something. To go then somewhere. I studied a foreign language and because of the people in my classes, teachers that I spoke to, programs that were shown to us, the entire like wild west, so to speak, was unlocked to us, which is like the rest of the world. Yes. Yes, and I'm not going to debate any of those, and I'm going to say that's a very good point, and in my own life, majoring in, in Spanish has been extremely influential, it really was the thing that made me study abroad, and then the thing that made me pass that, the thing that made me go back to Spain. But let me ask you this question. Oh, no, no follow-up question? Okay. No, nah, <laughs> this is the question. Was any part of that necessary for you to for you to uh, learn Spanish? Was, was the actual studying in the university part, was that the thing that taught you the Spanish? Or was living in Spain the thing that taught you the Spanish? Well, it was certainly a combination. To discredit either of the two would be to take out a piece of the whole. True, true, true. That said, there are, there are fragments and then there are massive filler, which is, you know, Spain, that the semester abroad was more formative than even the four years combined, arguably. But would I have ever had even the idea or desire to go abroad if that wasn't what I was pursuing collegiately? I don't think so, dude. I think I would have just stuck to my other degree. And that, that is a good point to make, is not that, is it the actual university classes that do it, 
But is being in the situation, being in the environment of, of that college, of that university, and then that leads to the other experiences you have, or that you've had, um, that, I would say, that is a much more... That's, a, that's an argument that hits a lot closer to home for me because absolutely, why did I go to Spain? That was because that was through my university. Right. But in this day and age, when first of all, the student debt is at an all-time high, it's absolutely crazy. And, and then given the fact that there are more opportunities now, you know, given our online resources now more than ever before and every day that goes forward, it's more and more and more available. Yeah. Is it necessary? Not to, not to mention, you know where tuition's more expensive? When it, you well, study at a university in the United States and go abroad. Mm -hmm. It costs even more, right? So you, know what's, you know what's really... inhibitors, that's for sure. Let me... Oh, so this is going to be actually a, a, a fantastic little segue in the next bit. There are opportunities that you can do rather than studying at an American university and studying abroad then at a Spanish university, you can skip that middle step and you can just go apply directly to a university in a different country. And well, I'm going to say in Spain, which will be so much cheaper, first of all, but then also I'm going to give the example of the guy that we both know. You know him better than I do. Yeah. But um, uh, what is it? Not Matt. I, I can't remember his name. The guy in France. The guy who oh, he applied Pat. to go. Pat, yeah. Pat uh, applied to, I think, a physics or something like that program at a year after graduating from America and applied to like some kind of a physics program in a French university. So obviously you got all the benefits of basically studying abroad, but it wasn't like an abbreviated tuition cost to an American university and then having to pay even more to go to a different one. Right. It was it was cheaper overall. And I think he probably saved money with with you know all things considered, I think it was costing him less for to all of his living expenses than it would have been probably for just the tuition in America. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, it's almost like we're making no point at all, but pointing out a really a lot of really good ones in that studying a foreign language as a degree could be a really good idea. But perhaps the best thing to do is actually make that massive leap and study it actually abroad from the get, you know? But I think we need to be understanding and recognize that that would be terrifying if you're just getting into it with only a high school background. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then this is the thing is I feel like there are so many more resources out there, not even that they weren't available before, but if you are someone... I just feel like people are having to make life decisions a little bit earlier now, uh, and the onus is on them. Like, I didn't have to, I, like, when I went to go study in college, I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to major in until, like, halfway through my sophomore year. And I feel like a lot of people used to have that idea, like, thinking they would go to college and figure it out, but, like, it was always a granted that they would spend all this money to go to college. I feel like now people are making these decisions earlier in their lives and if you were a person who actually knew, I really want to study a language, I want to go to a place where I can get as good at it as I can, what, what's the correct decision? Right, right. Is the correct decision to go to an American university or is the correct decision to fully commit and go to a Spanish or just like, and immerse yourself in Spain? Not even maybe study Spanish in Spain, you can study something else at a Spanish university in Spain, but while you're also taking classes. I just feel like there are better, 
for whatever decision you want to make, there's a better option. If you want to fully commit to studying Spanish, go to a Spanish-speaking country. If you want to like weigh out your options a little bit more, well, maybe don't do that, but maybe spending thousands and thousands of dollars every single semester to kind of see if you may or may not even end up wanting to continue with that, that might be a little bit much. Yeah, dude, after listening to you, it kind of makes me want to retract my opinion. <laughs> I'm about to jump to the other side of the table. <laughs> so, on the one hand, I personally wouldn't reformulate my past because I love learning yeah. languages and, and Spanish. Learning Spanish in the university has galvanized that greatly. On the other hand, I, I feel like if you know why, you want to learn Spanish in this case, uh, let's say to become an interpreter or a translator, then then you don't actually need a university to acquire those skills anymore. You can get well the skills the skills you oh. get. You but get, it, but if you but if you're trying to get a job though, that's directly like, related. Wouldn't you have you, to show a university, no, or I, could you maybe get like? We should look into this, but I am going to okay, challenge okay, okay, you okay. here that if you were to live abroad. And then have a let's say C one competency. And let, plus let me ask you this: Does that exist in America? I don't know if I've ever heard an American talk about B one, B two, C one, C two, and types of tests for language fluency. So that's just to tell our you know listeners uh, that is a way to talk about your language fluency, at least in Spain. I don't know if that's totally international or not. I've never yeah. heard anyone say a C one no. test in America. Over here, I haven't either. But I've also not really heard so much of degrees like in translation or interpretation. <laughs> so if you want to work in a courthouse interpreting for convicts or yeah, you know, yeah. those on trial, then you don't actually, you wouldn't have just a, a Spanish degree. Me and you can't go do that. Right, mm -hmm. we can't show up and apply for the job and only have our and show your Spanish degree and say that this this qualifies me for the job because it's so so does. I'm glad you said that because I really I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I do know people personally who did major in Spanish and who really don't have Just the have ability to, they wouldn't be able to go to a Spanish-speaking country and maybe they could say some things, but they wouldn't be able to fully communicate in a Spanish-speaking country. And that to me is like, and if, if you have this piece of paper that says you've completed these courses, but you don't have the ability to actually use that skill in a real applicable way, I mean, what's more, use, what's more useful, the skill itself or the piece of paper that says I'm kind of qualified. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point to bring up. I don't want to sound like some kamikaze against college or anything, but no, it sounds absolutely like not. the next thing that I'm going to say comes off that way. But if you're just simply enamored by Spanish and you want to learn more about it, and like that's that all the subjects, because the college like lays it out in such a way that you're going to be able to dabble in everything. I remember liking my culture, literature, linguistics, every part of Spanish. I really found interesting. So, so for me, it, it was po probably worth it. But at the same time, um, if somebody else just is infatuated with the language itself, I would really recommend looking up a couple of four-year itineraries or whatever the program is. Work abroad programs or, or just... There, there are so many programs online. Yeah, and see if they can't do something outside of the college yeah. 
see if they can't find out what the subject content is or or like if it's literature that you're super into dive down that rabbit hole you don't have to shell out 20 to 40k to learn Go something to the library. yeah run some library books join the spanish-speaking book club we've talked about that in other episodes and the last thing that i feel like i really have to just stab home is that if your aim at the end is to become a fluent spanish speaker this isn't the avenue because I know too many people, like you were saying, that graduated and then they could just say their like thesis recited in yeah. their head or they finished their capstone class, but this is the only presentation that they can do fluently. No. Yeah, so that is definitely... That, well, this is the thing, though, is like kind of the way that you flip to the other side. I'm almost <laughs> going to flip back to the other side. We're like two ships passing in the night is because I'm almost going to go back to the other side because I really don't want to discount the amazing experience that I had at, at Madison, you know, studying, studying Spanish because, I mean, yes, you can say that where did I learn the most amount of Spanish was outside the classroom, but what initially gave me that motivation? What is the reason I wanted to go study abroad? The reason I wanted to go back? The reason that I really, rather than just treating a study abroad as like a party semester, the reason I really wanted to use it as the best way to improve my own ability to speak Spanish was because of the great teachers I had and the ones that would you know, tell me interesting things and continue motivating me. And, and th that, that's what really gave me the initial motivation was all through my formal education classes. So I really just don't want to, although I know I started off on the other side, I don't want to discount yeah. it. So I guess to me, it, it almost seems like if you're going to go to college anyway, you might, I mean, if, if Spanish is a thing that you are really passionate about, absolutely it'd be a thing to, to very highly consider. But if you're, if really the only reason you would go to college would just to be, to get a Spanish degree, maybe it's worth it to explore other options. And again, it's not to say that it's not worth it, but there are other options out there. Uh, you wanna have a final word on Joyce? Just know exactly why you're gonna get it. You know, if, if you're studying it because you love the language, I can, I can appreciate that. I can totally, support it but at the same time i would actually admonish it or admonish or discourage it because your your like drive or insatiable desire to know more about spanish and use it that is going to lead you to the library it's going to make you like find resources if you have that motivation but sometimes it's, it's help, helpful to you know nourish that motivation and I make know. it happen and, in the and first the place. university is a really good place to go it is because there's so many there's so many people who are willing to have those conversations with you and again this goes back to you being super influential and me wanting to learn it originally is we would have really interesting conversations in Spanish and I feel like that was one of the first things that hooked me was was having a person that I could have these interesting conversations with and that's a that's the thing that a university will often provide yeah. is cool other motivated people and a nice community like a support mm. network but again is that worth forty thousand dollars a year in some cases that's up to you and your parents' pocketbooks to decide. You know, sometimes maybe, sometimes maybe not. Right. No. I think that 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 nails the nail on the head, or however the saying goes. Yeah, then uh, <laughs> that puts the final nail in the coffin. That hits the nail right in the head. That Beautiful. hits the nail on the head of the coffin. Something. Something. Something along, along, those, along lines. those lines. If you guys are in love with Spanish, go ahead, 
study the heck out of it. But if I were you, I would uh, take the side approach, the backdoor approach, give it time to, to blossom and see if it's really something that's worth yeah. investing in. Because at the end, and this is just my own observation, there are very few outlets but it can be, like I said in the very beginning, transformative, and it's led me to learn a lot of other languages and like languages pretty much beyond what I could believe prior. Mm -hmm. And do you think you would have done that had you not been studying Spanish in a university? Nope. There you go. So the answer is we don't know either way, and it depends on your own life. So that's us at Dos Giris talking about whether or not you should get a Spanish degree. I'm saying yes, he's saying no, but not actually. Well, we're both saying both of the things <laughs> is what right. I'm saying. It's, uh, it's all on you, man. That's what it boils down to at the end of the day. So think hard, and if you can, fall in love with Spanish, because we certainly have. Absolutely. Anyhow, that's us, Dos Giris, Singia. Ciao for now. Pasti huevos. <laughs>